Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high-paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Now, I am really, really excited to have today's guest. I have actually a good friend of mine and past client, Alex King, um, here to talk all about how your menstrual cycle plays a role in your business and how cycle syncing can leverage your business, improve your relationships, and increase productivity. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm super excited to talk about this because I've always known that my cycle is playing a little bit of role in my business and in my moods and in my relationships, but I don't know a lot about this and Alex knows so much. So I am so excited to have her here and let me just tell you a little bit about her before we get started. Now, Alex is a certified nutritionist with a focus in women's health, hormones, and the birth control pill. She helps women deal with the side effects of the birth control pill and also balance their hormones. And like I mentioned previously, she is a past client of mine. She has worked so hard from, you know, taking her practice from being a little bit more general to being very specific, very niche down into hormones. And um, I'm just excited to share her with you guys and to have her on. So thanks for coming, Alex. Thank you so much for having me. What an honor to be here. Oh, absolutely. You're welcome anytime. You're such a wealth of knowledge and you're such a great person. So I'm so excited to have you here. I'm excited to share everything that we're talking about today. Yeah. Well, why don't we just get started with you, you know, kind of backing it up a little bit and telling us, you know, what was that progression like for you from being a bit more general into more specific, um, you know, niche down for your business? uh, Because, you're obviously like very much so an expert in the area of hormones. So how did you get to this place? Um, I'd love to chat about that before we dive into today's topic. Mm -hmm, Definitely. So as some people may know, I actually worked with you, Stephanie, over the past year um, after graduating school. And I had been in school for about um, six years, give or take. And never really learned all that much about niching down. I kind of had an idea about what I loved learning about, but I didn't necessarily know what I would love teaching about and teaching my clients. And so I decided that I wanted to um, take my business to the next level. So when I found Stephanie and started working with you, you really helped me kind of hone in and niche down so that way I could find those clients that Um, not only that I loved working with, but who also loved working with me. And it really just simplified the process. Instead of um, having a very, very general practice, I was able to kind of niche down and focus specifically. So instead of knowing about every single health condition under the sun, I could kind of narrow in and really, really hone in on the research in women's health, hormones, and the birth control pill. Mm-hmm. And and like, I'm just so curious and would love for you to share with everyone, like how has this changed maybe how you've shown up on like Instagram or even on your website? Like, do you find now that you kind of know what to say and you know what to share versus before feeling maybe a bit more scattered or open-ended with everything? Oh, definitely. It changes the whole process. It changes the whole game. Once you find your niche, something that you love talking about, You might find that, oh, you know, since you're narrowed down, I might run out of topics. But in reality, in your specific niche, even if it's so niche down within that, there's still so much to talk about and so much to teach and educate and even learn yourself. So it really just not only simplifies the process for you and talking about that one thing that you can really hone in on and educate yourself on but it also sends out a message to your ideal client. So if someone is searching online, um, you know, women's health nutritionist, and then let's say your practice is in Toronto, then you're more likely to show up on that page because that's what you specialize in. That's what your whole website is about. That's what your whole social media is about. So I know for me recently, I just worked with someone and redid my website and it was all about finding those keywords and really honing in 
on women's health and hormones and the different language used around that. And so I really found it got easier to then narrow in on my social media, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, on my website to talk about specific topics relating to women's health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It's so, it's so funny because we think just exactly what you said. I'm not going to have enough to talk about. I'm going <laughs> to run out of topics and then like I have to start all over and pick a new niche where it's kind of the opposite where it's like, actually, this gives me so much to talk about, so much focus. And it becomes kind of like a wash and repeat scenario where it's like, okay, I'm going to educate on these specific things. And then, you know, I'll re-educate on them because I have new followers or I have new people visiting my website or my blog. So um, I'm so happy that you've been able to really get clear and get specific because I know um, from my end, I've seen you be able to like help the clients that you really want to help, which at the end of the day, isn't that what we all want? We want to work in a business that we're excited about. So um, I'm really happy for you. And thank you for sharing all that as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I actually only found since I started niching down that I had clients contacting me instead of me constantly going out trying to find my ideal clients they started coming to me. And it wasn't until then that my practice already started building up quite a bit. That is huge. I love that you said that. It's so true. And I, I mean, obviously, I knew that, but I never really thought about it in that way where, you know, even thinking about my business specifically, like, it ends up being less about you going out and having to do all this outreach because you're like, please, any kind of client, like, please come and knock on my door to, you know, because you're standing kind of strong in that one specialty in that one area that you're an expert in, people are like, wow, she really knows what she's talking about. And they start to become attracted to you and reach out to you. So I'm so glad you highlighted that. And if that's not a push for you guys listening to get clear on your niche, well, then I don't know what's going to be the push because Alex definitely nailed it in that you know, niching down is so, so helpful in the long run. It's going to bring you so much more business and so much more clarity. And I think that's really the goal at the end of the day. So Alex, why don't we get started talking all about cycle syncing, what this is, how your menstrual cycle plays a role in your business and just dig into it. I know you have so much content to share, so let's just get going. Absolutely. So as cycle syncing is the topic today, you might be wondering, what is cycle syncing? I find most people have either heard of it or not heard of it at all. So if you're not familiar, this is when you start planning your life according to the phases of your monthly cycle. So what this means is that you start planning the food you eat, the exercise you do, the work projects you take on, and the social activities you commit to. Now, this might sound a little bit tedious and like a lot of work, but I can promise you it's a lot more intuitive than it seems. You just have to start paying attention to the signs and signals that your body is giving you um, every month. And um, within every month, there's four different cycles. So within every cycle, what your body is telling you. So once you start getting the hang of it, I promise it easily becomes like second nature. So what would like... What would be an indicator for someone that maybe they're not in touch with their cycle or there's maybe some symptoms going on? Like what would this look like for them to know like, hey, I really should be listening into this because, you know, at the end of the day, I could really benefit from this. Definitely. So any sort of imbalance that you might be experiencing. So if you have symptoms like anxiety, any cramps, cravings, fatigue, mood swings, insomnia, low energy or low motivation, maybe something like bloating, acne, even PCOS, PMS, migraines, anything that kind of tells your body that you're out of balance, you are not syncing with your life and your cycle. So once you start actually syncing those two together and cycle syncing, everything will sort of balance out and come into flow. Okay. So if we look at this high level, it's basically like if we're not looking at the phase we're in for our cycle and we're kind of pushing against it, like perhaps let's say on a part we should be like resting, but instead we're like launching a new product or taking on 10 clients and we're already exhausted and burnt out, we're like pushing against ourselves. And if we flipped it on the reverse side and actually figured out what our body needed us to be doing in terms of business and social life and all of those things, like everything is going to feel a lot more simple at the end of the day. Is that right? Exactly. Yes. Why would you want to work against your body when we have this natural ability to work with our body? 
and show up as your best, most optimal self, you know, whether you do want to work on um, balancing out that PCOS, or I know PMS is really common, like painful periods, if you're getting a painful period every month, or let's say migraines every month, or mood swings, um, it's really time to start paying attention to what you need to be doing in each phase, and start working with your body in that way. And then um, it'll just come a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. I mean, working with you and like helping you develop your business around more hormones and looking at your cycle and all of that great stuff. I've also been looking at my life and my cycle because, you know, it's just really interesting to learn about number one. But for those of you listening who maybe don't know, I struggle with migraines and I've been able to like really pinpoint exactly when they're going to happen. And for me, it's always right before I get my period and then about two weeks out when I assume I'm in my um, ovulation phase. And just knowing this now and knowing, okay, the migraine's coming, you got to like relax. You got to like really like help my body through it versus being like, why am I getting a migraine every so often? It's so random and not actually like understanding the timeline. Um, Now knowing this, I'm like so much more productive because I can take the rest days on the days I need knowing that they're coming up. So I mean, I've learned so much already and just like sign me up for the rest of this conversation. (laughs) I'm I'm already sold. So (laughs) why don't we jump into like the phases and what this would look like for everyone listening? Absolutely. So there are four different types of phases. And even just building off what you said about your migraine, so you're able to pinpoint them pretty much exactly when they're about to happen. And so with that being said, every week builds upon itself in the month. So let's say if we're focusing on one phase, and you do everything you're supposed to do in that one phase. So let's say if it's the menstrual phase, and you're really taking time to rest and relax, But let's say in all the other phases, you're being super intense and going out every day and working crazy hours, the weeks build upon themselves. So if you're just focusing on one week and doing everything right in that one week, the whole cycle is still going to be out of sync. And so this might be why um, over 47% of women struggle with their hormones. So if we can really work on balancing out each phase, which we'll go into, Um, then you can kind of help prepare yourself and fix some of those symptoms. Mm, I love this. Wow. It's like so (laughs) simple at the end of the day. Like we should be taught this, you know, when we're, you know, 12 years old or however old and we get our period, you know, from day one in school and be able to leverage this. Like imagine at 12 or 15 or 20, whenever we get our cycle, we started implementing this, like we would be powerful. Like, I'm just going to say that, right? But we're working against it so often that we have to struggle with these hormonal issues. But imagine we could change the tides for ourselves, which is exactly what we're talking about. So yes, I'm just so excited. Mm -hmm. This is a whole other conversation, but I do believe we should really focus on more of women's health starting from a younger age. Um, But most of our textbooks and um, most gynecologists back in the day were actually men. So everybody doing the research and writing the textbooks on women's health and hormones, like when you do sex ed class, um, when you're younger, it's all men who write this. And so they write the male body in all these fascinating terms. But when it comes to the women's body and reproduction, they really make it seem not that interesting. And so we actually work from the standpoint of more of men's hormones. So men actually have a rhythm themselves and it's more of a 24 hour clock. And so they work with the solar system. They work with the sun and the circadian rhythm. So they go through basically what us as women go through over a whole month. They go through it in 24 hours. And us as women, we have that all throughout the month, but we try and fit it into these 24 hours because that's how the day works. Mm -hmm. And so in reality, women work with the lunar phase. So we actually cycle with the moon. We get our period once a month. Um, so we work with the moon and our, we actually work with something called the infradian rhythm. And so when we're working with the men's clock, because um, nowadays the world is really designed around men and for men to be optimal, a lot of women suffer. And so now the goal would be to educate women from a younger standpoint on the different phases and how to actually work with that. So that way 
we can optimize our health starting from a younger age. Yeah, you're doing the important work. That's all I've got to say. Because <laughs> it's true, right? Um, and this is nothing against any of the male listeners. You know, you know, you guys play such a significant role too. But it can be difficult when us as females are kind of taught to be one way and it just doesn't work for us biologically. Like, you know, at the end of the day, it's a, we're trying to kind of put a round peg in a square box. Like it doesn't make sense. So we need to learn what actually makes sense. And just like I said before, like this is going to help us flow throughout the month, um, you know, in our personal lives more, um, in our social circles, in the way that we exercise, the foods that we eat. And then also, you know, importantly, what we're talking about today in our business, like imagine having more creative energy during certain times of the month because you're cycling, right? Versus trying to push creativity or creative thinking or new ideas in a time where you should be resting. So yeah, so awesome. It's just amazing what the body is capable of. Mm-hmm. So should we dive in? Yeah, let's go. I'm ready to get started. Let's <laughs> All right. So I actually like to prefer with the follicular phase rather than the menstrual phase. Usually we start with the menstrual phase. Like if you look at a birth control pack or um, just common knowledge, usually day one of your cycle is day one of your period. So that's with the menstrual phase. However, we should really be starting with follicular phase because the follicular phase is when everything starts anew. So it's after the period when everything starts fresh. So all your hormones at this point are at low levels and slowly beginning to increase in concentration. The follicle-stimulating hormone increases to help the eggs mature in the ovary. And so what we really want to be doing in this particular phase is we want to start thinking creatively and in terms of planning. So during this stage, your brain is actually open to new ideas. So here's what's happening. Estrogen is rising during the follicular phase, and it boosts your brain's memory capability and the ability to handle complex tasks. So that's why you should schedule your most important mentally challenging assignments for this particular week, since estrogen's effect on your brain improves your ability to solve problems, strategize, and plan. So hormonal levels during this phase also spark creativity, making this an ideal time to focus your energy on new projects at work, maybe starting a new business, or going after new clients. So this is actually a great time to sit down, make time to project plan all that you intend to accomplish over the next month and the coming phases of your cycle. And since you're more open to new experiences right now, this is the time where you should be saying yes to different invites and networking events. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. So like, (laughs) this is when we should be like out and about networking, meeting people, creating the ideas and like, just like, it's kind of that like high on life phase a little bit. Yes. So in this phase, um, this is when we should make plans to go outside, maybe to an event or a concert, a play or a museum, um, anything that gets you active on your feet. So like we talked about um, meeting new clients and different things like that, kind of getting out of your comfort zone a little bit. In this phase, if we're talking about more of a holistic perspective, talking about exercise, food, and kind of coming at it um, from a whole perspective, um, rather than just business alone as well. In this phase for exercise, this is when we're going to try and mix things up from our old routines. So maybe you try a dance class or a cardio class, yoga, Zumba, TRX, something new. Um, You could either book a class at the gym or even try a new video online. And this phase in particular usually lasts about seven to 10 days, give or take. Okay. Okay. And I know that there are like certain foods that we should be eating, you know, like some phases, maybe it's like more grounding foods and relaxed foods or, you know, nurturing foods. Is this more like light and springy? And like, what are the foods we could be having at this point? You got it. Yes. This is all fresh foods, vibrant, light foods that make you feel more energized. So think fresh salads, plenty of veggies, lean proteins, sprouted beans, seeds, anything nutrient dense and energy sustaining. So even sauerkraut, kimchi, grains, lots of raw veggies in this phase. 
Mm. Would that also have um, like a part to do with because we just had our menstrual phase, we lost a lot of blood, nutrients kind of become depleted. So naturally it's like, again, like the winter or something, we're rebuilding into the spring. Exactly. So after menstrual phase, so menstrual phase, we're taking the time to rest and relax. And now that we're out of menstrual phase, yeah, it's kind of like coming out of winter. And so now you're actually re-getting some of that energy that was really low in the menstrual phase. So once we start to build up energy, we're going to want to try new things. And so eat more fresh foods and light foods because we're going to naturally have a little bit more energy. Ooh, I love it. Sounds good. <laughs> my kind of time, I'm such a spring or a fall person, not so much mm. summer or winter. So this is my phase. <laughs> it's where I thrive. <laughs> there you go. You, you'll probably thrive if you thrive in follicular. You'll probably also thrive in ovulation like most women. So that would be the next phase. So in this phase, we really want to think opening up. And so in ovulation, so this is phase two, this usually lasts about three to five days. So in the whole month, we actually only ovulate one day. But between all different women, it's going to be anywhere from three to four, three to five days, give or take. Um, to really pinpoint it, you would have to keep track of your cervical fluid, and your temperature and all that stuff. But um, so in phase two, this is when we get the rise in follicle stimulating hormone, followed by the rise in luteinizing hormone, which stimulates the follicle to actually release an egg. So estrogen increases further to thicken the uterine lining and testosterone begins to surge driving desire and then drops around ovulation. So the social center of the brain is stimulated by these hormones this week. This is a great time to have verbal communication and talk about what you want to have, those important conversations. And so in this time for business, this is a good time for communication and collaboration. So with the surging estrogen during the ovulatory phase, this actually increases the synaptic connections, which can boost mental sharpness, creativity, and communication skills. So this is the time to have those important conversations with either your team, your boss, or your clients. If you are able to schedule key conversations during this phase with your heightened communication skills, this will actually allow you to convey your thoughts and opinions more clearly. So if you're planning to ask for a promotion, which might be some of you, or a raise... Mm-hmm. Or if you're in school, potentially give that big presentation, you should be planning this around your ovulatory phase. So this is really good information here. Yeah. So by harnessing your um, communication powers to work on your marketing and advertising messaging, perhaps you can maybe write a month's worth of blogs or social media posts Or maybe take some videos of yourself giving a talk on a certain topic. And then that way you can start posting them in your other phases, but take advantage while you're in this phase. So your physical energy in this phase is at its highest peak. And emotionally, you feel outgoing, upbeat, revitalized. So you can actually tap into this energy to plan um, lunches, maybe meeting clients or maybe networking at the end of the day. So this is a time to present ideas, maybe pitch or sell, negotiate, work in teams. This is really a great phase. It's too bad it's only three to five days long. <laughs> I know. What the I, wish, <laughs> I wish this one would just last forever because just yeah. outgoing and, you know, communication, that all sounds lovely if we could just do that all month. <laughs> so what about in terms of like food? Is this, are we still in that springtime, like eat all the light foods and, or are we like shifting a little bit? Mm-hmm. So think shifting into summer. So this is when we want more raw veggies for all that fiber and we want fresh fruits with the high levels of glutathione, our our detox hormone, to ensure that your body easily metabolizes and eliminates any extra estrogen. As we know, a lot of women are estrogen dominant. And so having these foods at this point in your cycle will help to eliminate some of that. That way you don't get PMS by the time your cycle actually comes around, um, when your period and your menstrual cycle comes around. So this is where we want to stick to lighter foods um, like quinoa, fresh veggies, leafy greens, 
um, because these ovulatory foods really promote that vascular and antioxidant well-being for your ovaries. So we, this might be a good time to make a really delicious nutrient-dense salad or smoothie. Mm, great idea. Okay. And then for exercise, I'm assuming we're doing like the high intensity stuff here. Mm -hmm. You got it. So this is where we really want to burn some energy. So I would choose some high impact workout groups or like maybe a cycling class or a boot camp or a HIIT workout, kickboxing, cardio kickboxing, something like that. Because we're going to have a lot of energy at this point. We're being really social and we're going out and we're super glowy. And this is the best time that we're going to have tons and tons of energy. So this is actually the best time to do those really high intensity workouts. Yeah. I'm even thinking like this is the time where it's like Stephanie goes from introvert to extrovert. Like, sure, I'll go for the lunch. Sure, let's go out. Let's do a date night. And then like, see you later. I'm inside for the rest of the month. <laughs> Exactly. So the first two phases that we just went over, the follicular phase and the ovulatory phase, those two phases are when we're actually social and um, we like, so those are our external phases. So we like going out and being social. So this is the time that you might want to hang out with friends or go out on date night. And then just like you said, the rest of your cycle. So in the other two phases, we're really turning inwards and we're listening to um, our body signs and signals, and we're getting more intuitive. So those are the times where we actually like being inside a lot better. Mm, you know, this so. is like opening my mind so much because, you know, sorry to sidetrack, but I just think so much about how I am working against myself a lot of the time because I'm like, well, sometimes I really like going out, but then sometimes I really like staying in. And it's like, I feel kind of like so back and forth and like my personality is like not mine, if that makes any sense. Like, I'm just like, you know, however I'm feeling that day. But I think really when it comes down to it, it's like looking at the cycle and just realizing that, you know, this is a natural thing. It's not that I'm going crazy. It's not that I don't have a handle on things. It's like literally biology and what's happening to my body. So, you know, really just honing in to this and being like, if you kind of just follow it like a template, um, you know, obviously we're people, so it's not super strategic all the time. But if we just follow it kind of like that, then we're going to have so much more success. Exactly. And this kind of comes back to that 24 hour men's cycle. So imagine they go through these four cycles. So they get tons of energy throughout the day when their testosterone boosts, and then they get tired in the evening when estrogen is high later in the evening. And so imagine they go through this every single day. And so they have that go, go, go every day. Whereas if us as women, if we're go, go, go every day, we get burnt out, exhausted. So rather we can work better at different points in our cycle. And I mean, it's great that men can be go, go, go every day. Sometimes I wish I could be like that. But in reality, we have a whole different cycle syncing method, which we can work with and hone into and actually bring different things to the table. So us as women, we're more intuitive. So being more intuitive, we can listen into different signs and signals a little bit better. So why wouldn't we want to work with that? I mean, it would be nice to be go, 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 go every day. But um, even just, you know, taking some time to relax is never a bad thing either. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like working with what's naturally ours already versus pushing against it, which is so cool. I'm so excited now to learn about the next phase because I know we're shifting into more of that fall, right? Which is more like my kind of style. So <laughs> why don't we talk about that? Okay, so fall. So this is where we're talking about the luteal phase. So this is more about work. So this is phase three, it usually lasts anywhere from 10 to 14 days. So what's happening in the body is that estrogen, progesterone and testosterone reach their peak concentrations and then begin to fall to their lowest levels right before bleeding begins. So estrogen thickens the uterine lining and progesterone keeps the uterine lining in place in anticipation for a fertilized embryo since we just finished the ovulatory phase. So your brain chemistry is optimized this week for tasks and detail orientation and bringing up projects to completion. 
So PMS is a common but not necessary part of this phase and results from too much estrogen in relation to progesterone production. So in the first half of the phase, you have more energy to spend with others because we're just getting out of that social and outgoing phase. And then in the second half, we need to focus more on taking care of ourselves and turning inwards. So speak up for yourself. Um, say no more often, set yourself some firm boundaries, otherwise you might become um, irritated. And so this is the time we really want to remove a task from the to-do list and from your social calendar. So in terms of business, this is a good week for completing tasks, checking items off your to-do list as the corpus luteum expands and then is reabsorbed, your energy begins to focus and turn inward. So you'll start to notice that you have the desire to get things done. So make the luteal phase an ideal time to take care of work tasks. The particular ratio of estrogen to progesterone in this phase actually makes you notice things around you that you may not have seen before. Like perhaps the dirty floors in your kitchen that you just all of a sudden have the urge to vacuum or the cupboards in your kitchen that just need organizing right away. This is the phase to do it. And you might even start to pick up on those little cues that your body is sending you like, oh gosh, I have to start cleaning and organizing. And you know, you look at your bathroom cabinet and you're like, this could be way better. So this is the phase <laughs> that if you start paying attention, you'll start noticing these things. So this is where your brain actually begins to prioritize detail-driven responsibilities you may have ignored all month, like putting together your quarterly report um, and finalizing some contracts, editing marketing content maybe. So at this point, you also have a natural desire to wrap up projects and bring things to completion. So on the social on the social side, try to slow down your networking and outside meetings during this phase so you won't feel exhausted and pulled in a million different directions. You want to have time to do what you want to make time to do in order to get your work done. So this is where you carve out some time to actually get things done on your to-do list. So you might organize your desk or paperwork, handle administrative tasks, devote time to doing that deep work, reviewing documents, um, ordering supplies, all those different things. This is what happens in the luteal phase. Oh, wow. That is so cool. <laughs> it's like, this all blowing my mind, like how much this all makes so much sense. And I hope you guys listening to can also like really reflect on like, where do I maybe spend a majority of my time, whether I'm like, whether I should be or not, meaning like, am I constantly in this phase of like trying to be super detail oriented all the time, 24 seven, you know, for the entire year when I should be going through these other phases. And then we feel burnt out because we're constantly like pushing in one phase versus trying to let the natural progression go. So man, just so interesting. And I'm also curious, like what are the foods that I should be eating? Or we, sorry, I'm totally making about me now. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> what food should we be eating here to really like optimize this part of our cycle? Mm -hmm. So this is usually the part of your cycle where you start getting those sneaky little sweet cravings and those sneaky little chocolate cravings. So this is really where we want to emphasize those B vitamins. So that way we can ward off some of those cravings. So this is where we want to eat some leafy greens to really boost that calcium and magnesium, which naturally gets depleted around those times where we also get sugar cravings and chocolate cravings. So replenishing those nutrients will help decrease that. And this is also will help to reduce some fluid retention, which we also might get around this part in our cycle as well. So this is a good time to add those roasted or baked root veggies to help your liver and large intestine flush out any extra estrogen more effectively as well. So this would be the time for roasted root veggies, grains, greens, think more of those warming foods. Mm, like grounding kind of the things that are kind of like helping us to, you know, if we're in this like focus work mode, we also need to just feel kind of like grounded because we're probably in, you know, our heads a lot. So it's kind of pulling us back down as well. Exactly. Exactly. 
All right. And then in terms of like, should we be social at this point or are we starting to go more into like, okay, no, this is becoming more of like that self-care time, like taking it easy, not booking ourselves solid. Yes. So although we might be busy doing work, as we talked about earlier in this half now, this is where we're turning inwards. So at this point, this is where we want more time for romantic gestures and self-care. So think maybe like um, a bubble bath, reading a book. Um, We're starting to enjoy being alone more rather than going out all the time. So even think turning in to a little bit more relaxing exercise. So something like Pilates, yoga, instead of that super high intense training, now we're getting into slow strength training. Maybe walking feels good at this point. So we're starting to slow things down a little bit and turn inwards. I love it. And I also just had the most brilliant idea for somebody that wants to start a gym, you should make a gym for women's cycles where it's a new <laughs> class every week. Oh, no, that'd be hard because I guess everybody's different cycles. But it would be really cool to have like gyms or to have more like practitioners tapping into this so they can like whatever recommendations they're giving, it's like aligned with this information. I mean, ideally, if you start cycle syncing and maybe you start seed cycling, you can actually align your cycle with the moons. So that way, all women will either be with one moon or the other moon. So essentially, we're all supposed to be sort of cycling together, ideally. But now with the birth control pill, a lot of women have either messed up hormones, no periods, maybe, or um, depending on when they started the pill as well, their hormones could be all over the place and their period is all over the place. So It would be ideal if everyone um, knew about this method and was on board with this method. But yeah, well, maybe the gym could help with that. Maybe it could kind of run on the same cycle. (laughs) Yeah, I was just thinking like, you know, there's just, again, maybe more that intuitive nature that we have as women, you know, like really just tapping into that being like, how can I align my movement and my food? And like, again, try not to like do the workout that's pushing you really hard in a time where you should be resting and relaxing and really like recuperating so that you can move into the next phase versus pushing against it. So if someone's out there, we just gave you a great business idea. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. There you go. Run with it. It's yours. (laughs) Okay. So I'm sure the next one coming up is the menstrual phase. I know there's four phases and like, it sounds to me like we're kind of like slowing things down for menstruation. So why don't we talk about that now? Mm-hmm. So now we're in the menstrual phase. So most people know menstrual phase as your period. So this is where we want to rest. So this is phase four, um, because this is where we start to shed everything, essentially. So this is kind of where we're um, getting rid of everything that happened all throughout the month. So this usually lasts anywhere from three to seven days. So this is where your hormone levels start to decline quickly to their lowest concentrations, creating the greatest communication between your two brain hemispheres. So the left brain, which is more analytical, and the right brain, which is more the feeling side. So this means that you are best able to synthesize how you feel about situations with the facts and determine the best course of action. So this is the time to schedule some analysis and review and start to think strategically about where you want to take things in your life. Think more big picture. So um, is what you think you want in life, does it still feel good at this point? Do you feel good about what you're doing in various different areas of your life? How are you spending your time? What are you doing with your business? Who are you spending your time with maybe? So allow yourself to start to turn inwards and maybe journal or reflect on where you are now. So this is where it's time to start reviewing what's working and maybe what's not necessarily working, whether it's in your career, your health, your community, your friends, your relationships, and really feel out and start to think what you want to do about that. So for business, this is where we want to spend time this week analyzing and evaluating some projects. So during the menstrual phase, the communication between the two brains are the most powerful 
at this point than any other time in the cycle. So ask yourself how you performed in the previous month. Did you feel energetic and happy about your work or overwhelmed and underappreciated? Are you working on the kinds of projects that excite you or are you feeling uninspired at work? Is your career headed in the right direction? And if not, what are some steps you can take to move it towards your overall goals? So at this point in the month, we really want to reassess our career goals. This is where this is great for business. So do you still want the same things that you wanted maybe last month or maybe even a year ago? So reevaluate that. Have you developed a new interest in following another path? Maybe you want to do a career change? Um, So because of the way that your brain hemispheres are firing back and forth, you are also more likely to receive clear, intuitive messages during this phase. So listen to those subtle messages and pay attention because the signs and signals are there. So use your female-centered planning to jot down what your gut is actually telling you. So pay attention. And many women start to feel restless or maybe dissatisfied during their period. So are those feelings caused by low levels of hormones or are they actually your gut's way of telling you to make some changes in your life? So Mm -hmm. by understanding and addressing your needs to gain time to start living your best life sooner rather than later. So this is time to tune in and trust your instincts so you can take action. Well, I just want to jump in for a sec because this is really interesting to me because I think a lot of us like naturally have that reflection time at this point phase, but then we also are starting to see kind of moving into that idea phase, like the next part of our cycle. But sometimes we try to do that in the menstruation phase and then we get upset because we're not moving fast enough or we're not, you know, putting plans into action. So kind of what I hear you saying is like, we kind of have to like give each phase, it's let each phase run its chorus and actually like really like settle in and ground into what each phase is best for. Um, And then the next, you know, for example, so then when we move into, is it follicular, the next Mm -hmm. one, Mm -hmm. then we're starting to put whatever we're reflecting on into actual action now and like starting up with the ideas and things like that. Exactly. So menstruation is where we get those intuitive signs and signals. So these are kind of like the thoughts that are going through your brain and you kind of sit and maybe him and ha and then in the follicular phase that's where we actually start to dream big make decisions um, problem solve maybe you start writing up a course so that's kind of the action phase so in Mm. menstruation we turn inwards and evaluate analyze so spend time doing that and then in the next phase that's when you can start putting things into action and then by the time you get to ovulation you're so social, you're ready to start promoting, you're ready to promote that course, you're ready to do videos every day, go out there, get new clients for your course. So you can really optimize each phase of your cycle. So that way you can do all these different tasks a lot better and a lot easier. Yeah, absolutely. What food should we be eating in this phase to like really optimize menstruation? Okay, so now that your body is going through this really intense process of menstruation, this is where we want to focus the diet on foods that add a lot of nutrients and really nourish the body. So think proteins, think fats, think low glycemic index veggies and fruits to keep your blood sugar steady so you don't have that crazy blood sugar crash. Um, And think lots of fiber, antioxidants. Maybe you want to do some seafood. Maybe you want to do lots of lean proteins, um, anything, especially any um, more animal proteins that will help replenish your body with iron while you're losing a lot of blood. So this is also time for those grounding foods, those comforting foods. So think more soups and stews, anything warm, anything with tons and tons and tons of nutrients. So even salmon and avocado, anything that's basically that proteins and fat combination will really be good in this phase. Yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. I think even just like from a nutritional standpoint, like every food has its purpose. And especially when it comes to the phases, you know, why not utilize the foods that are kind of created by nature to support different parts of our body? It's just so amazing when you really break it down. Mm -hmm. It's really fascinating stuff. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. It really, really is. So, okay. So technically now we've like gone through all four phases. 
Um, what would you like recommend would be the next step for people to take um, in actually like implementing this? Like, would it be starting to track their cycle? And like, do you have different recommendations for that? Or like, what is the next step now? Absolutely. If you're not really in tune with your body, like I was not in tune with my body at all until I really started diving into the research. So I would say start getting in tune. And the way to do that is to start tracking your menstrual cycle, whether it's on an app or even like old school pen and paper. Um, There's tons and tons of free apps now that are really, really great. Um, So there's Clue or there's Flow um, or there's Kindara, there's tons. So that's kind of the basics is just tracking your menstrual cycle. And then beyond that, you can start to do family planning if you wish, which is where you take into account um, different things like the cervical mucus and temperature. So that's a little bit more um, diving in deeper to different signs and signals that our body is telling us. But I would just say to start tracking menstrual cycle. Mm. And it would be cool even, I'm sure, like you know, starting to reflect on how is this affecting your business and like starting to plan your month out for those tasks. And as you were talking before, um, I kind of wrote down like some different, you know, for each phase, like, you know, kind of high level what this could look like. So, you know, our first phase follicular, like you said before, it's more for like the ideas and the planning. So more like the sprouting of the seed. So we move into ovulation and that's more about like communicating, setting things in motion, like maybe more like the strategy around what you're going to create. So like, again, if it's like um, an online program you're about to create, you know, in your first uh, follicular phase, you're going to start to come up with the idea and then you move into ovulatory phase and you start to set it in motion, maybe like jot down all of your notes and then you move into, um, you're going to have to help me out here. What's the third one? (laughs) luteal phase. Thank you, luteal phase. (laughs) I'm still learning. So in luteal phase, like you said, that's like focused work. This is where you're executing, you're putting everything into motion. You're like recording your videos, doing your audio, like you're getting the program like done. And then you move into menstruation and that's where you're resting and relaxing and reflecting on, okay, you know, how did this all go? And then kind of getting those roots in for the next idea that's going to come out in the next phase. Does that sound Mm -hmm. about right? Yes, I would even do the videos and any speaking engagements still in that ovulatory phase if you can squeeze it in those three to five days, because that's when you're going to actually look your best, your um, face shape and your body shape actually starts to change throughout the month. So in ovulation, that's kind of where um, things start to like plump up and shape up. And so you're actually more glowy in that phase and you get more energy. So that would be the time to kind of like put your face out there. Communication is good. And so that would be the time to film the videos. And then right after that in the luteal phase, that's kind of when you're wrapping everything up. So handling like all the paperwork and reviewing the documents, contracts, everything like that, and wrapping up those tasks. So that way during menstruation, you can start to um, kind of take a little bit of a break, maybe rest, relax, and then start to like reflect on the whole month and then maybe think about um, different tasks that you want to do going forward. Ooh, I love that. Okay. And I love the idea of like when you maybe are looking your best, feeling your best, feeling the most glowy, because I know that that can stop so many people from doing video. They're like, I don't feel good. I don't look good. But if we like optimize our cycle and do it at the time that like biologically we do look the best, that would make the most sense. So like you said, do that in the ovulatory phase. Mm -hmm. And you'll like, once you start paying attention, you'll start to notice which phase you're in just based on the tasks that you want to do during that month. So some months, um, or well, I guess some days within the month, I'm more naturally inclined to get on Instagram stories and start, you know, being productive. And, and, you know, like I said, like, I just want to reorganize the kitchen and I start noticing the different phases that I'm in. Like, for instance, right now, I'm in my luteal phase. So it's not a great time for communication. But it is a time to start wrapping up those tasks and kind of finishing all my documents and paperwork. And um, I'm about to move in the next 
um, three weeks actually. And so just out of the blue, I still have three weeks to pack and I don't have a lot to pack, but I was like, Oh, I should just start like putting things in boxes and organizing. And (laughs) really I have plenty of time, but (laughs) I was like, I'm in this phase where I want to like start doing all these tasks and organizing. And so I started doing that and I was like, wait a minute, what phase am I in? And so I just started to notice that even like naturally, all of a sudden, I was just like, wanting to, you know, do all these tasks and do more like administrative paperwork, I started cleaning the files on my laptop, just (laughs) out of nowhere, just because I had the inclination to do that. And really, it's because the phase that I'm in and how my hormones are changing. Wow, it's so amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm more in like, uh, follicular to like ovulatory phase right now. And I'm definitely like, more and okay, like I've got some new ideas. I'm feeling like for a while there, I was like, man, I'm really enjoying the summer and it's hard to focus on work. And now I'm starting to feel like, okay, getting that like energy back, the motion to like get ideas going. And I think it's because of where I am as well. And it's just been so cool. Like I said, um, at the beginning of the podcast to like watch your business really transform and you learn a lot more about this and become such an expert in this field, which is so obvious in the way that you share and you talk about this. And then just like as a side benefit, I've been able to like really pay way more attention to my cycle in my life. And it's been helping so, so much. So thank you. This has been amazing, Alex, like so much good information. I'm definitely going to listen to this over again. And I'm sure so many people will as well. So thank you so much. This was so, so helpful. Absolutely. I hope you and everyone else listening finds this information useful. And I hope that going forward, you can start cycle syncing um, your menstrual cycle with your life and your business. Yeah, absolutely. I really encourage everyone to give it a try. You know, even I'm sure as you would say to Alex, like just start observing and noticing what's going on and maybe like um, using an app or something like that. If you're not tracking right now, just starting with that first action step, I think is the, the best way to always implement anything. So why don't you share with everybody um, where they can find you? I'm sure we have so many Alex fans now. They just want to learn from you and get to know you. Um, and I know that you have an online program also launching soon. So why don't you just kind of share everything for us? Yes, I mean, I would love to have more fans. If you follow me on Instagram, I am at Nutrition Moderation. And with my new website that just launched, I'm at NutritionModeration.com on there. And then I also have a course, a little mini course, all about hormones that I'll be launching in September. So it's a little hormone mini series. And there's three video lessons with tons of handouts. So that will be in September. Yeah, and I'm sure everyone can find more info about that on your website. And I'll also add it to the show notes too if you guys want to take a look and um, take the course yourself or refer your clients who want to know more about hormones. Alex is your girl for that. So thank you again, Alex. It's been such a pleasure. You're such a wealth of knowledge. I could learn from you all day long, but I'll let you go. So thank you so much. Thank you, Stephanie. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend, or take us on social media. Catch you next time.